The official version drops at midnight tonight with Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. For a Florida on a handful of mushrooms trip, this should be your soundtrack. This might be a, like a collector's edition one day. I hope so. Don't eat the bad brown acid, it's a rat trap. It'll make your brain plastic. You can trust L-I-T-T-L-E stranger. Yeah, we'll keep you out of danger. Don't eat the bad brown acid, it's a rat trap. It'll make your brain plastic. You can trust L-I-T-T-L-E stranger. Yeah, we'll keep you out of danger. Oh, my pupils dilate and my tongue goes numb. Can see the skin growing on my thumb. Why my skeleton poking through my gums and my cranium screaming yum yum? Give me some. See we eating mad cats, listening to all cats. That's a mammoth boom, baby mother love it boom black. Real cat, standing room only in the back. Ten toes wiggling when they hear their hands clap. Now give me that. I follow any jits for tax. So it's the crack. I got the dopest spit this back. Long miles to go. Around the track like Anton Apollo. Oh no! He probably shouldn't, oh, but he did. Tell her y'all about drugs that he probably should have hit. Who, me? Yeah, you. Couldn't be. I then who? I'm a really fun guy when I'm high on the I think in the last two years, maybe two to five years, mushrooms have made such a comeback that I think more people, more mushrooms have been done in the last five years than were done in the previous 20 years combined. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes sense. I just don't think it can be factually true. So now my stomach's at the last and then better than the Because I think there have always been a lot of people eating mushrooms. Man, I don't know that it's ever been as big as it is now, though. Yeah, well, I mean, without incriminating myself, that statistic holds true for me. demonstrate what you must Police were called to the laundry house two times the day before Gabby Petito was reported missing. Police redacted the narratives of the police reports, and it just says problem settled. What, what, is this breaking? Uh, 11 minutes ago. Where'd you get it? Uh, Brian Enting. Oh, yeah, he's the man. I've reached out to him. I would love to talk to him. He has become the face of this story. He's with a News Nation that I, I didn't even know that was a thing. And then three police reports connected to the laundry house on the day she was reported missing, September 11th. And then the reports are totally redacted for that day, too. What the hell? Huh. I would love to know why somebody from that house was calling the police the day before she was m- reported missing. Do you think there was a blow up in the family? Like maybe dad wanted to help cover and mom didn't. And then it turned into a big blowout and they called the cops. And then the cops, she's like, we need to talk to the police. And then they got there and they, they were like, no, we're fine. Problem settled. Man, how do the cops get called? You got to be yelling at each other pretty loudly or slamming things around. Or do we know, do we know who called? No, it just says police were called to the house. Yeah, so either there was a fight or something in the home that somebody else called the cops for or somebody, one of the three of them called the cops. Now, I don't think it would be very smart of Brian Laundry, who <laughs> may have been a murderer at the time. He doesn't seem like the smartest guy in the world, though. 
So is it okay or not okay uh, to let Dog the Bounty Hunter run rampant all over this case and possibly compromise the hard work of the Federal Bureau of Investigation? So I've been battling with whether or not what he's doing is good for the case because I think probably more people talking about it, even if it's in a a kind of uh, sensationalized way, it could probably only help garner leads. But I I learned yesterday from Brian Enton in in his uh, Twitter feed that Pinellas County shared with the media that the FBI just had requested as of yesterday the surveillance footage from Fort DeSoto. So to think that his family was there days before Gabby went missing and the FBI hadn't already went through that footage, that truly makes me question everything. Cause I, on the surface, I would say, how could, how could the FBI not know what the dog knows? Right. But then you hear something like that. And at the very least they hadn't looked at that surveillance footage yet. No, but maybe they have to follow proper channels for, it, for due process. And that's what I I did read some of that uh, yesterday, that there is a lot of red tape when it comes to getting certain things. But but still to be that many weeks behind while simultaneously still putting so much effort into that reserve down in Sarasota. I mean, them searching there so meticulously and unapologetically yeah. just ha- has to be something that we don't know. I mean, there, there must be. 727-579-1025. What's up, Devin? Um, I heard on the news that it was Gabby's dad that went to the laundry's house uh, on the 10th to find out where she was. And when they he didn't get answers, then the next day they filed the missing person. Right. But that doesn't explain why the cops would get called two days before. Uh, well, two that was days like, before. I don't yeah, know about that. Yeah, that was the, the day before. The yeah, the day before that, uh, that uh, Mr. Uh, laundry, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, Gabby's dad came over to that house. Two days before uh, the uh, the cops were called, it says uh, problems settled, and it just says incident date. Uh, well, I guess it was the day before nine ten. Oh yeah, yeah, nine yeah nine ten is the day that Gabby's dad came to look uh, for her and didn't get an answer, and then he filed the report on the eleventh. All right. It is interesting, though, why I don't know. I mean, you can't ask questions to somebody whose kid is missing, but I would just be interested to know. How did it get settled? If I come to your house and you were, cro- you know, going across the country with my daughter, and you're there, yeah. and her van yeah. is there, and she's not there, how does the problem get settled? That's a great. But maybe it might be calling the cops and saying, "Hey, you yep. know, these these people are harboring." Uh, I don't know. Really, uh, good that's, point. That's why it's all. That's why it's all redacted. Is because I'm sure there was some information in that report uh, that they didn't want out in public yet. Yeah. Are yeah. you cool or not cool with what uh, with what Dog the Bounty Hunters do? Uh, bounty Hunter uh, is not doing. Cool. He's he just hogging fame. He just wants yeah. another 50 minutes of fame. Yeah. No doubt about it. Thank you. I, I think it can yeah. be both. I think it can be that maybe he has found an alleyway that the FBI hasn't gone down yet while also being a you know huckster carny uh racist garbage man you know i think he can i i think that he could he could be all of those things that's true (laughs) each one of them aren't mutually exclusive he can be researching some things that are new while also you know yeah being a pain in the ass yeah and 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 probably 
if if he was out on that, because they were supposedly out on Egg Maquis yesterday, yeah. where he found some flip-flops in a monster can, which <laughs> I know lots of people who go to Egg Maquis. It's not like a, a pair of flip-flops there is the rarest thing ever. Or a monster can. That stuff, to me, is, is the stuff I have a problem with, because yeah. they're trying to make it look like he was there and they found his camp when kayakers and boaters and all sorts of people are on and off that, that island key and all day long. I'd love for someone in the FBI to go up to uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter and say, hey, look, if we wanted the help of a leathery-faced racist, I'd go make Paula Dean's fried chicken recipe. Uh, Paula Dean at least apologized. <laughs> What's up, Patty? Hi, Drew. Hi, John. Hey, Patty. He drives them crazy. Oh, oh, oh. Like no one else. Oh, oh. oh. She drives me crazy, and I can't stand it myself. You know, I agree with you and John. I think you're really good at detecting these things, and you're very intelligent, both of you. Thanks, Patty. What would be your your generalized opinion? Yes, thank you. So I'm looking at the Brian Enton Twitter feed right now, two hours ago, and we touched on the fact that the FBI was back at the laundry house today. They're in that camper, and, and he's got a zoomed-in picture of what looks like a sample cup or something. So they go into the camper, and she comes out with this very official-looking labeled little cup. So maybe they're taking fibers out of the out of the carpet or something. Huh. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Steve? How you doing, guys? How you doing today? Really good, buddy. Are you okay or not okay with uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter kind of grabbing some publicity down there? I think Dog the Bounty Hunters, whatever righteous, if he ever had any righteous motivations, I think they're long, long gone. And he's just a sensationalist, uh, waste of time, effort, air and water. Yeah, and <laughs> and he should. <laughs> and I, I mean, and beyond that. It's just bizarre how the entire country is on all over this. It is that part story. is crazy. You know, one dead, not not uh, downplaying her relevance to her family and the people who love her, but no. one dead girl and one dude who possibly killed her and one family who possibly covered it up, and and we can't stop talking about it. We firebomb or we drone strike accidentally and kill seven kids, and we go, eh, eh. Civil war in Yemen, real problems all over the globe, supply supply chain for favorite foods dwindling to nothing. Millions of pigs being euthanized in cold blood. And we just go, uh, hey, how about that uh how about that Brian Laundry? It's almost it, it, it's weird, and I and I say this jokingly, but it is almost a weird. We talk, we have that that nine twelve uh, conversation often. It's kind of a nine twelve feeling in that yeah. for a second, everybody at least is interested. Although you've got division in it, is dog wrong? Was you know, or is the family guilty? Is Brian guilty? But at the same moment, the entire nation being interested in something that isn't you yeah. know divisive in nature is almost comforting yeah that's a good point we shouldn't really complain yeah i mean it is bizarre to me i mean getting on to major you know network albeit some of them local news networks and seeing that they can't make room for one other news story out of the 15 boxes on their front page is is a bit bizarre it is by the way that was kind of a norm voice that i did uh which reminded me of a of somebody shared something that he did on weekend update yesterday (laughs) he goes uh 
And in the uh, college rock album charts, uh, the number one album was by Better Than Ezra. And the number two album was by Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Rick? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, how you doing? What's hey, up, Rick? I was just, uh, just thinking about some things. When you look at Dog the Bounty Hunter, by definition, a bounty hunter is somebody who's getting a bounty for finding this guy. Yeah. And in this case, Lance is not on the ones on anything where he's on a well, he's not a bail skipper or anything like no. that. Well, there's a thirty thousand dollar reward. Yeah, so he's going for that. He's dog the reward hunter. But you know, and other than that, a lot of this stuff that people you know throw out there about the FBI, they got to realize that if you, if you understand the process, and I got some background in law enforcement, oh. so the crime committed was murder in a state, not a federal crime. The crime he's being charged with is a financial crime yeah. for using her credit card. Yeah. And they only have so much room to maneuver for their investigations going for something like that. It's not the same as a, yeah. you know. That's um, a good point. I mean, he crossed jurisdictional lines, and, you know, U.S. Marshals and the, and the FBI can face them as a fugitive, but it's really a state crime, and the investigations, you know, are local. Right on, so, John. Yeah, so let, let me ask you this about about you know you're right, right, and you're, you're you know you're you're stacking up you know standing up kind of for the FBI and all that. But what do you make of the fact and and from your professional opinion that Pinellas County says they just got the request within the last couple of days for the surveillance video at the campground? Does it make sense to you that the FBI wouldn't have known about the camping trip before Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah, I mean. They're not going, you know, they're going to go back and work their way through and they keep things to themselves. They might have known, but they may not have seen the relevance in it that, that people are making out in the news media about right. it. Um, you know, they're going to backtrack and figure out how did he get from out west back here. Um, you know, the federal level of this thing allows you to, to do a lot of that level of investigations, but they're still investigating you know, it's technically a financial crime. And gotcha. I appreciate it. The phone's kind of crapping out. Hey, uh, did you see, are you seeing the NFL news? No. I don't I don't know if this is confirmed. Oh, no. But uh, someone who does cover sports said that this year's Super Bowl halftime show, this is the first time I've ever been excited about a oh, Super God. Bowl halftime show, so there's no way this is real. You ready for the following lineup? Uh, this can't. Uh, yeah. Are you seeing it too? Uh, no. Well, I just I'm checking the Twitter thread. Oh no this this is this is confirmed. This is confirmed five minutes ago from Variety. Mary J. Blige. Oh my God. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar <laughs> for this year's NFL halftime show. Dude, that is that's the best it, halftime show they could have ever in in, in, in how many years? Twenty years, maybe. Uh, ever since U2 did it on September 11th, or to to commemorate September 11th, I think it was 2002 they did it. Kendrick, Eminem, Dre, Snoop, and Mary J. Blige. Uh, <laughs> Sarah just, tweet, just tweeted you the photo of me at the uh, North Naples uh, Country Club ready to get down when she was having a Reuben. Oh, yeah, you look good, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, hey, Mark, what's up? Hey. Good, one. Good afternoon, guys. Right Similar back to you. the gentleman who spoke earlier, uh, that guy is not wanted for murder. He's only wanted for a financial crime. Yeah. I think so that's a ploy. We, I think that's a ploy by the government. 
I think once they get him in, they may question him about the other stuff. Part two is, Dodd's a bounty hunter. Maybe stuff. people saying he's old and washed up or whatever. But how embarrassing would that be for the FBI if he walks into the local sheriff's office with this guy in handcuffs? And you got to realize, he brings a certain amount of celebrity to it. Whether you like him or dislike him, more people may be in, oh, you know, this case may, may get more highlight from him um, and more people talking about it. And sadly, this is one girl who's been missing or murdered compared to how many hundreds of thousands in the U.S. that don't get this type of coverage. You're yeah. making it sound like he's not directly connected to the murder. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, if they get him for the fraud, maybe they'll ask him about the murder. Well, he he took her cards after something happened to her and then used them after she was dead. Right. So I think it's a little more than, oh, they'll get him. They'll get him and maybe they'll ask him about the murder, too. <laughs> it's like they had to arrest uh, Al Capone for tax evasion so they could ask him about the yeah, other stuff. I think I think that there's there's a very that part of it is is planned in the sense of they can look for him this way. They can extradite him if they need to with maybe out without spooking him on, on a mur- you know, a murder manhunt, which we pretty much already have. We're just not calling it that. Danielle, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. How you doing, Danielle? Hey, Drew. I'm Hi. good. Um, Hi. I do a lot of camping and go camping for a month at a time. Um, the interesting part was when I heard he was at Fort DeSoto, I've been trying to, I live in Pinellas County and I've been trying to get reservations at Fort DeSoto for months. Um, Pinellas County residents get first pick mm. of date but we only get like a 30 day lead. So how did they get reservations at the campground so quickly? And you have to register your license plate, your driver's license. So they knew where they've known about this. There's, there's no way that they couldn't have known. Well, the interesting thing about that, and and I don't know if it was you, but somebody called and said roughly the same thing a couple days ago, they had a reservation from the first to the third. And then some point, before Brian got home, changed it from the first to the third to the sixth to the eighth. So I, I don't know if if it was that full, would they have been able to cancel it and reschedule it for roughly the same week? It. Yes, as long as nobody has your space right away, you can move it within a couple of days. Um, but I'm wondering between the time that he killed her and whatever happened, how did they get that space so quickly. Well, and, and who's to say that it wasn't the perfect perfect storm or perfect circumstance that they had planned a nice camping trip with with uh, you know Brian and Gabby when they returned from their uh, nation long trek to spend the weekend at Fort DeSoto, and then they get a phone call from Brian halfway home saying uh, Gabby's not with me and I need to cover my ass. So they say, well, okay, well we're already lined up to go to Fort DeSoto. Let's move it a couple days <laughs> and then we can uh, ship you off the backside onto a boat and get you to Mexico. Well, the other thing I can tell you is that because of his survival skills and everybody knows that he likes to hike, um, in the communities that I belong to, with they're not survivalists, they're naturalists, they live in their RVs, you know, kind of the hippie crowd. Um, they don't think he went to Mexico. There's very little resources for him in Mexico. He will be able to go campground to campground right now oh. um, until the tourists start leaving. And right now, since summer is starting to end, it's going to get into more of the time of more of the serious people who live in their RVs, and they are looking for him. Um, they feel violated that this happened by somebody who technically said that they were kind of like one of their own. And it's a well, like, we protect each other when we're camping and RVing. 
And you're going to get the real people out there where he's going to need resources and they're not going to help him. So if he hasn't killed himself yet um, and he actually shows up in one of these campgrounds, they will turn him in. They will not help him. Yeah. Thank you very much for your insight. I do get the feeling that um, the circle is kind of closing around him in that if he goes to any other campsite right now, the people are going to be looking for him. I, I just if. I don't know. I guess it hasn't been quite determined on whether or not he left that campground. Because to me, if he did leave that campground, I find it far-fetched that they went home and then made another return to Fort DeSoto without anybody knowing or he got into that area. If he came back home... That kind of changes everything. But if they did, you know, with the video that supposedly was from his Instagram with showing the water, uh, you know, they made an effort. They were making an effort for something by getting the lawyer immediately, by going and getting a new phone within those first few days. It's fairly clear to see they were doing something. So with all that effort, I find it hard to believe that they just sent them off into a preserve and said, hey, hope for the best. I think. Through all the effort, they got him on a boat and got him out of here. Uh, that, that to me, seems like the most likely scenario. That he got on a boat somewhere, and you're not going to find him in this country. Well, I don't know if it's the Bahamas. I don't know where he goes, but it ain't here. He gives me a very, uh, the, the lawyer, without knowing anything about him, I'm, I'm getting better call Saul vibes. And just the sense oh. of when, when the when the uh, laundry's called and said, hey, we we got to have this ready to go. This this lawyer, I think, was ready to facilitate it all. And whether or not he's got the capability to cover his own ass, mm. I think that guy has made a lot of this possible. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Darren? Hey, it's uh, Eric. Oh, sorry about that. What's up, Eric? Hey, not a problem. Hey, guys, how's it hanging? Low and lazy, thank you. Yourself? Uh, all right, all right, smooth. Hey, uh, I'm not a big uh, fan of El Perro, but uh, <laughs> I dog. think it was like he was he was uh, as just uh, he he went down to Mexico in early 2000. I think it was 2003 and searched for the heir to the Max Factor uh, fortune, who was like Andrew Luster was his name, and he was wanted on like 80 something counts of rape and bad bad dude. And and El Perro went down to Mexico. He got uh, I was reading he got cuffed up, held in jail, but I think he, he caught the guy down there. And that was, I think, the last big kind of quote-unquote star or uh, well-known celebrity kind of a person, you know? So El Perro's looking to land him another famous fish. I think so, right. <laughs> Let's just listen to a little bit of James Taylor. Way down here, you need a reason Feel a fool, your state side. talk all the time how they can't get it right on the Super Bowl halftime. They always pick like a Bruno Mars or uh, you know, uh, whatever. They nailed it this year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, outside of uh, Kid Rock, this is the best thing you could ask for. Like, who who over the age of 30 doesn't want to see and hear Dre, Snoop, M, Mary J. Blige, and K-Dot? That's a hell of a lineup. Man. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I'd like to see Cube pop in there too. Do a little no Vaseline yeah. right in front of Dre. Yeah, well, just whatever, whatever you know they they can all do together. I think would be pretty cool. Cube, maybe uh, bring in the DOC, maybe Ren and Yella, little Easy E hologram. I mean, just just for a tune. 
That would be badass if they played like the Strand Outta Compton yeah. uh, theme or I, uh, Express Yourself. That's the thing. It's it's still they've done. It's also interesting because they've done everything they can to be as safe as possible for yeah. a very long time. So this is not safe. <laughs> no, no. Dre is uh, Dre's, <laughs> Dre's not safe. Man, if Dre and Cube reunite up there and they do like a reformed NWA with Snoop and Kendrick. Drew Grabble Live. Hello. What's up, Kenny? Drew, gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? What up, Kenny? How you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Good. I think the only way Dog would be allowed to stay on the case, because he's just a terrible human being, I would imagine, <laughs> uh, is if they were able to take the DNA evidence off of anything that he did discover on his little island and have it truly show that it's because I know that the FBI has already taken some of that information to have for themselves. And it did show that it was possibly anything linked to him. And, uh, yeah. you know, let him run with what he's got. And maybe he's got some reasons for being around. Yeah, I can only imagine that the uh, the FBI and all law enforcement is so pissed off and annoyed by Dog the Bounty Hunter going around and grabbing all that publicity and looking for clues, you know? Yes, sir. And then if he's also messing up uh, possible future crime scenes or areas where this guy might have been. Yeah. You know, now he's just throwing a hitch in the giddy up for everybody. I love a hitch in the giddy up. It just it, Thanks, Kenny. We don't know what we don't know. And they've been saying that through this whole thing that if yes, that is true unless they somehow didn't know about this camping trip. Right. And, and I mean if if this camping trip has been a, a new moment for them to start going down a new avenue and and that all started with Dog the Bounty Hunter, which we just don't know. Right. So maybe one day we'll 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 really find the truth to were they looking at the campground? Did they know anything about the camping trip? I mean, I would think the days between when he got home and when she was reported missing, I would imagine that the FBI would have been balls deep in every single one of those days, figuring out exactly what they did on every day. So it's still beyond me how they wouldn't have known about the camping trip. Like, would we even know that the Russian dude did it if it wasn't for the don't F with cats people? Right. Sometimes you need to crowdsource law enforcement. Well, and that's fun. Did you notice in the uh, we we opened the show talking about the pro- the protester debacle that happened in front of the laundry house? Yeah. Did you hear the angry neighbors scream? You're no effing sleuth. Yeah. <laughs> You're no effing sleuth. D- don't confront those protesters uh, near the laundry house because that's all they want. <laughs> they want to get you arrested. Well, and it's 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 a guy. Yeah. It's this riches guy. It's it's not there's not a sea of people out there. There's one guy and, and anybody he can get to come along that is looking for somebody to start trouble with him so he can sue them. Or some variation of that. Oh, don't play into their hands. Hello, Mike. Hey, how you doing guys? What's up, dude? All right. So the only thing that I have to say really is I think it's okay that Dog is joining because it seems like he is doing the most with the leads. Well, as bad it, as that sounds. I think it only seems that way because he's out there very publicly looking and, oh, I've, I'm creeping up on him now. Whereas, you know, real G's move in silence like lasagna, as the cops know. You're right. You're right. I do see that. I just see him trying. You know what I'm saying? I understand the FBI is trying with that. But if the parents are saying something that doesn't add up, yeah. you know, why are you stretching everything with that? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, dog. Hang on, James, Ken, Mike, Greg, Jeremy, and line four. We'll wrap up shop here.
and wish John a hearty farewell as he heads to the mountains tomorrow. <laughs> what was that? It's my mountain call. I have to work on that. <laughs> Jeff Borum from Team Borum Keller Williams wants to get rid of your old property, but not before finding you a new one. I could give you testimonial after testimonial, not just from people saying, wow, Jeff really helped me find a new property, but also from Jeff himself saying, man, I found so-and-so, so-and-so, a listener of yours, a house out in Riverview, out in Brandon, out in Valrico, out everywhere around this area. Jeff knows it, okay? He's not some national realtor who wants to make you think that he lives here and works here, etc. Oh, no, Jeff's from this area, and he knows it real well. And you need someone who can get you the inside track when there are properties available. So let that be Jeff Borum. Google Team Borum Keller Williams, B-O-R-H-A-M. He will find you that new house. Then he will sell your old house, rent your old house. He might even buy your old house from you, making you happy with the entire process, helping you navigate through offers and counter offers and all that stuff, closing costs. B-O-R-H-A-M. Google it right now. Jeff Borum from Team Borum Keller Williams, and you can start packing now. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.